Welcome to Literary Quest, a podcast hosted by us, Vicki and Marissa, where we discuss our favorite and fantasy fiction and hopefully can direct you in your quest to find your next great read. Welcome to a special episode of Literary Quest. We are speaking with Harriet Moore uh, about Fantasy Romance February, which is rated Faro Feb. Uh, will you tell us a little bit more about it, Harriet? Yes. Hello. And um, yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm very excited to be here. Um, so yeah, Faro Feb is uh, Fantasy Romance February. We um, are a collection of fantasy romance authors and readers um, who just want to see more fantasy romance um, stuff going on, I guess. Um, I I think it's a genre that uh, could do with a bit more hype sometimes and isn't necessarily that mainstream, um, but is really popular. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to create an event where we just celebrated fantasy romance. Uh, We created a community of readers and authors um, and we just, you know, put on loads of fun activities and things for everyone to do um, in February. So every day in February, we've got an author spotlight with loads of different awesome authors. Um, and every day there's also a, another thing, at least one other thing going on as well, um, both on Instagram and also on Facebook. And also we've got some live panel events as well taking place. That's awesome. We're excited. Yeah, that's great. So when you say there's going to be like other things, what does that entail? I saw that you had like, was it a readathon or something mentioned on your your website? Yeah, yeah. So we have exactly, we've got a readathon going for the whole of February. We, um, every day of the week is kind of split into a different um, thing, activity, I guess. Yeah. So Mondays, uh, we're doing giveaways um, and we'll be launching a giveaway that will last for the, to to enter will last for the whole week. Um, Tuesdays, we are doing readathon check-ins. So the awesome Jen from, Jen Marsh from The Book Refuge, um, which is a YouTube channel, she is going to be helping us launch the readathon and then she's going to be running some reading sprints on her channel um, and we're going to do a couple of Instagram lives to check in with everyone and see how they're doing with the readathon. Um, so that's Tuesday. On Wednesdays we're doing fantasy romance polls so um, look out for fun questions and, and things to get involved with on Wednesdays. On Thursdays we're doing template Thursdays so you know things like templates with lots of fantasy romance books on them and people can tick off which books they've read um, and lots of kind of fun sharing stuff on Thursdays. Um, Fridays, we're highlighting products and small businesses that um, kind of complement, well, books generally, but also in specific, but also specifically fantasy romance. Uh, Saturday, we've got author takeovers on both Instagram and Facebook. And then on Sundays, we it's our kind of blogger day, and we have got. Um, a couple of big bloggers doing interviews with some of our authors. So wow, there's a lot going wow. on. <laughs> yes, that is a lot of activities and things. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's everyone has just been so receptive and so open and so excited about it. So you know, we've got a lot. And we, when we 
started pulling it together we were you know the first year we've done it so we weren't sure what reception we get or how many people want to be involved but you know we've just had such a great reception from people and everyone's really excited so it's yeah, um, yeah it's great that's wonderful so who else are you working with in collaboration yeah so we've got lots of um, different authors, um, some best-selling authors, people like Amanda Boucher and Grace Draven and Sarah Larson, um, and loads of really well-known authors. Um, and then we have some smaller authors, some indie authors, who've also got great, awesome followings and write wonderful books. Um, and and yeah, I mean, so many people that you would have heard of. Uh, we've got Donna Grant, Elizabeth Briggs. Um, Mila Vane, Jeff Kennedy, we've, you know, we've got, we've got loads of people from across the genre. And, you know, I think it's important to us to um, highlight fantasy romance as a overarching genre, not, not just spotlight one niche. Um, right. You know, so I think everyone's really familiar with paranormal romance. It's mm-hmm. quite well established, you know, where to go to get it from a bookshop. Um, but you know, epic fantasy romance, not so much. Right. Time travel romance, not so much. So, you know, we wanted to, and also low fantasy, anything low fantasy that doesn't have that same kind of paranormal witches, vampires set up um, yeah. or, you know, shifters. So we just wanted to highlight authors from across the board. So if people want to learn like more about this, I know that y'all have like an Instagram page and a, and a, like a Facebook group and a, a website. Can you share where people can learn more or stay updated about like the events that you'll be doing and all of this, these activities that you have planned? Yep, absolutely. So um, yeah, so we have a website, www.farofeb.com, which is F-A-R-O-Feb.com. And all of the stuff that we are doing and the latest news is, goes up there first um you can also sign up to our newsletter there so we will email um, all of the the latest news all of the giveaway information all of the activities that are going on we're going to send reminder emails um the day before and on the day so they will that's a great place to to find out about all of the stuff that we are doing um and then yeah and at farofeb on instagram and if you search for the farofeb readers group on Facebook, then you can also um, follow us there. Those are probably the best places. Awesome, that's fantastic. Um, are you? Do you? Are you also an author? I was kind of um, looking around on the Farofeb page yesterday, and it looks like you might be an author too. Yes. Yeah. No, I am. I um, write under the pen name H. R. Moore. Um, and so my books will also be featuring in Faro Feb. Um, so I write epic fantasy romance. Um, well, I have a trilogy that is self-published, which is epic fantasy romance. Um, and I am relaunching that trilogy with new titles and new covers. Um, and the second book in the trilogy, Temple of Sands, will be launching on the 1st of February. Um, so the first book's already out, the second book's launching then, and then the third book will be relaunching in... June is the plan um, okay. and then I also have a speculative fiction romance um, 
which is kind of a bit of a weird one that sits between lots of different genres. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of like book club fiction, I would say. It's not, yeah. it's not really sci-fi heavy. There's quite a lot of romance in it, but it's not like a traditional romance. So there's, it's, a, it's an eclectic one, if anyone's looking right. something a bit different. <laughs> yes, a little bit of a lot of things. Exactly. That's great. <laughs> Fantastic. What are some of your favorite like fantasy romance that you've uh, inspired you? Yeah, and I, so I think it's really interesting. Um, just the fantasy romance tag can really be applied to so many different books. Um, you know, even if you wanted to stretch it, it's just, even to books like Dan Brown's books, like you know, the, the Da Vinci Code or something like that, you could really maybe maybe that's a stretch but you know some books like that I think mm -hmm. which people don't think of um as having any kind of romantic element actually do mm -hmm. um and I read a lot of Wilbur Smith when I was growing up I don't know have you guys read any Wilbur Smith no 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 it's kind of old school um and he writes kind of adventure stories but they always have a love story in them and some of his books so he has this um, series that's set in Egypt and um, in ancient Egypt, and there is a lot of kind of there are a lot of magical elements and things that are included, and they've got all these romantic elements as well. And I grew up reading a lot of books by him and other authors like that, and you know, really, they are what I, you could quite easily categorize them as fantasy romance. Um, so I think a lot of my books have got quite a lot of kind of adventure and action in them, um, complexity around, you know, political structures and that kind of stuff in a, in a similar way to like Crescent City or, you know, books like that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I guess that's where I, where I kind of started reading that kind of book. Mm -hmm. um, and then I obviously loved um, Harry Potter and all of those kind of fantasy books when I was a bit older. Um, and or probably not a bit older. Anyway, we don't need to worry about time. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, and then, yeah, and just, and I, I guess I've just read a lot of fantasy, um, the Divergent series I love, the Hunger Games I love. Um, I never read the books for Twilight, but like the Twilight films I really liked. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then I always just wanted something that was a bit more grown up, mm -hmm. um, but still had all those fantasy elements. And, and I think... Then, you know, Sarah J. Mass was a really great find a few yeah. years ago. And I, I know you guys love her too. Yes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, she just does that. That fantasy, epic fantasy, adventure, action, but also mm -hmm. loads of romance. And, you know, that's all I asked for, really. Yeah. So I was creeping around on the Farofeb page yesterday, and there's a good little glossary for, like, explaining the different types of subgenres within like fantasy romance but for our listeners could you kind of explain when you when you mention like epic fantasy romance what are you talking about sure yeah it's a really great question um so uh, as a reader and actually you know it's, it's I think it's something that a lot of people in who have anything vaguely to do with the publishing industry kind of forget about that no one out there in the world really understands what half the terms they're used <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so yeah. you know so um epic 
fantasy or epic anything is really set in another world. Um, and then, but, you know, I think that also doesn't have enough nuance within it for me personally, because mm-hmm. I think you can have something said in another world, but in a world that feels very contemporary. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's like an epic contemporary. You can have something that's in another world that's epic and it can feel medieval or can feel, um, you know, any different time frame, essentially. Um, and swords and sorcery, so epic swords and sorcery is a thing that you will hear a lot about. Um, but again, some things get lumped into that bucket because there's nothing else, there's no other way to really describe them. Right. When it might not be the best description of what's really in them. Um, and sometimes there's, it's an epic world and it's paranormal creatures like vampires and shifters that you would normally, you, you know, that you might, they might have the same kind of story as you might have in a low fantasy paranormal and a low fantasy being something that's set in our world. So it's, you know, so essentially the way we've categorized it is epic fantasy and then sort of some subgenres of that. So swords and sorcery, paranormal, contemporary feeling. Um, and then we have low fantasy, so stuff that's set in our world. Again, paranormal, um, urban. And I know, I don't know if you guys have spoken about the distinction here between paranormal and urban. Is that something that you have talked about? causes a lot of controversy no, no we haven't talked about this that specifically <laughs> no um and i think honestly even like authors who write in the genre, these genres and publishers who are putting books into these genres don't really know where exactly mm. the boundaries are between you know like an urban fantasy um yeah which i guess like alona andrews i would probably put in that category i don't know if you read any of the hidden legacy series that she did no she's on our list so she's yeah. been recommended to us by a bunch of people we just have I mean our list just keeps growing so <laughs> I know the feeling, I know the feeling. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> and we also have a far event TBR if you would like to check that one out too yes. lots of awesome orders on there <laughs> um but you know Elena Andy so um it's actually a husband and wife writing team which I always find really interesting they're hilarious if you see any interviews with them they're just brilliant yeah and they they write these they've got this hidden legacy series which is essentially fantasy romance it's set in our world and I would categorize it as kind of urban fantasy mm-hmm. because there are monsters and there's portals to other worlds that monsters can come through into our world but I think some people categorize them as paranormal because the main characters have got special abilities. It's all, I mean, it's a mess, honestly. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's categorization hard. And I think it's something that we could definitely, or, you know, the publishing industry generally could, could be way better at, at categorizing. Well, that was a really good explanation. Um, it does get pretty confusing, pretty confusing. And it seems like the lines get a little bit murky. So it's nice to kind of have an explanation for all of us different subgenres. Yeah, I mean, I say we tr- we've tried. I'm sure that there are improvements we can make. So if anyone wants to have a conversation about that, you know, <laughs> reach out to us in our Facebook group. Um, because it's also hard, like things like Outlander. Yeah. Like, where does that really fit? Yeah. You know? um, and then there are books like Holly Black's books, where they start in our world, mm-hmm. and then they go to this epic world, and then they come back again. Yeah. 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 Um, some of Amelia Hutchins' books are kind of like that too. Like they start in Spokane, but then they, they go to Ferry, but then there are portals. So they go back to Washington and there's just this like 
kind of back and forth. Just needs to be more granular. I need, I need more detail. <laughs> I love the um, genre breakdown that you do, like the subcategories, because, mm-hmm. you know, like you've been saying, it's hard to really distinguish sometimes where it lands and fantasy is such an overarching sort of broad term. So I love that you've broken that down. Mm-hmm. For us. Yeah, it's nice. There are some people that get really, so we're in all of like a jillion Facebook groups for <laughs> the books that we, that we um, either podcast about or support or just fantasy in general. And people get really, people have a lot of feelings about the different classifications within fantasy. And so kind of having that, <laughs> that understanding is helpful. <laughs> I know. And there are others, you know, there's like uh, YA what's a YA mm. book and what's not a YA book yeah. that's an interesting yeah. one yes young ad- ad- like I struggled with like the young adult versus the new adult thing too there was a long time where I was like is this not the same thing nope they're not <laughs> well, and then what's the difference between a new adult and an adult yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then so this is an interesting thing about the Sarah Jane Mass books which obviously I love mm-hmm. but her A Court of Thorns and Roses series is marketed as a YA series and I guess the protagonists are well um the main what's she called Feyre 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 is I guess she technically is a YA character Mm -hmm. but the content is not YA no no (laughs) it's it's like are we talking about protagonist age or reader age or Mm. you know very interesting yeah Whenever you're looking on books to either buy or on Kindle Unlimited or whatever, it'll sometimes give you an age range. And I think it's sometimes they're like 16 to 18. And it's like, what? <laughs> what happens? What's in that yeah. book? That's such a very specific age range. And it's like, yeah. I know. And that's also really interesting. So as a self-published author, obviously I have to put this information in myself. And um, I was trying to work this out the other day because they basically ask you if there's any content that, is not suitable for people under the age of 18. Um, so you also have to make that, like, like how do you even draw that line? It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it gives you, like, age ranges that it asks you to input. And it's just, um, it's not ideal. I think Amazon could do better on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you judge books by their cover? Well, so this is interesting because <laughs> I, when I, the first time I published my trilogy, I completely got the covers wrong and I look at them now and I just think they're very embarrassing. Um, (laughs) But they just didn't fit the genre, you know? Mm. And now my new covers, I love them and I think they're great. And um, obviously I'm biased, but um, I would admit if I didn't like them. And and I think people do, you know, people just totally judge books by the covers. You've got to, I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's a very important lesson. Any self-publishing people out there, if you haven't done it before, then um, getting the cover right is, is what it's all about. It's all about marketing. I take it you guys do too. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, so much. <laughs> Although- For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to. It's like, oh, this is pretty. It's I just got to read it. Okay. Oh, there's a really attractive man on the front of this. I've got to, yep, put that on the list too. I know. I that's how I. Gone. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's how I found um, a discovery of witches because 
I just mm. loved the cover. Not the newer covers, which I also do like, but the old, there was like a one with like ribbons on the front. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just loved it. I was like, yeah, looks like yeah. a book for me. What's your like favorite book cover for a fantasy romance? So I haven't actually read this book yet, but it really drew my attention. The Priory of the Orange Tree. Mm. That, it's yeah. got like a dragon on it. It looks really cool. I haven't read it yet, but that's the whole reason I downloaded the book. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's because of that so let's hope it's good <laughs> but yeah. I will get to it it just it scares me because it's long isn't it I think yeah it's yeah, it's yeah it's um I've definitely been burned by some attractive covers though <laughs> yeah <laughs> there was a book it looked so good and I downloaded it and read it and was like no why <laughs> so and then, and then books everyone shares and you're like oh this will be good and then you pick it up and you're like oh mm-hmm. I, I, can, mm-hmm. I like it but I'm not sure it's worth quite as much hope. I was always pointing if it's a book where there's a hot guy on the cover and then almost no romance. <laughs> why did you choose that cover? Yeah. Tell me why I just read this book for three hours. I was deceived. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was free, and I, but I want money back somehow. <laughs> Give me my time back. Do you have anything else that you would like to add or share about Faro Feb? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, we would just love everyone to get involved and to join us in February and to come and check us out on Instagram. Um, you know, I would definitely encourage you to have a route through the website because there's lots of stuff on there. If you're looking for new authors to discover and you like fantasy romance, um, we've got loads of awesome authors collected on our website. So, you know, I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and yeah, we're just going to have lots of fun in February, loads of stuff going on, and we would you know, love for all your listeners to join with us. Okay, so um, thank you for joining us while we, we talked with Harriet. Um, we are super excited about Faro Feb, and um, we are going to be checking it out, and we hope that you check it out too. They have their Instagram page at Faro Feb, they have a Facebook page, and there's a website, farofeb.com. So if you are interested and you love fantasy romance, as we do, we hope that you check out those resources too. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Literary Quest. We hope you enjoyed our episode. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found at Literary Quest Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. You're also welcome to share your thoughts and ideas with us via email at literaryquestpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again.